Hey, 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 it's the big motherfucking baby. And I'm back all by myself. And it feels so weird to be by myself. Yeah, so this is the first pod in a long time that I'm doing by myself. My co-host has left me all by myself. But like we told y'all, like, we did our last pod. We put it out last week. And uh, so now it's just me here doing it, thugging it out, making that shit shake. But now we getting back to our roots. We getting back to where, man, where it all came from. Just me by my lonely. But no, I'm only doing this by myself today. I've 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 definitely worked some things out with some other people to come on, have guest appearances, talk some shit, just so that we keep a a, a conversation going, and it's not just always me just blabbering at my mouth. But yeah, it it's different this time, and I was. It's funny, I was telling Joni about this as I was prepping, is that I didn't realize how nervous I get when I'm, like, getting ready, to, getting ready to do a pod by myself. Like, when it's a group or if it's just us two, it's just like, okay, we prepping, we going through the topics, we seeing what points we want to hit, how we're going to transition and all of that stuff, and blah, 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 like, mid, pre, pre-production, I go, hey, 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 and we just start cooking, but then today, man, it took me a little minute to to press the button. I was like, damn, like, it's time to start cooking because, I mean, damn, it's, it's 1130. I still got to go to work in the morning. But it's like, I, I got I to get in my bag. You know what I mean? So I was just like, bro, I got to press the button. I got to push the goddamn button. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, push the goddamn button. You know, so you know, I'm pushing the goddamn button. But... I didn't get to it, and 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 and, and whatever. So what what I'm gonna what I'm gonna start trying to do is for one, when it's just me talking, we're gonna shorten this shit up. Like I know I can talk for hours, but I don't I don't think y'all want to hear me talk for hours. So I'm going to tailor that to what you all like. But at the same time, I'm not going to get too caught up on time to where that I don't get my point across. But I'm also going to hold myself to a certain standard to ensure that I move at a decent rate. Bow, 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 bow. But yeah, so moving forward, I'm going to start start the pods off with like a some type of fact, trivia, something just to enlighten everybody. Excuse me. Last time we talked about Shirley Chisholm, um, Balton on Boss, and that's something that really stuck. I thought that was pretty, pretty fucking dope. And, and, and yeah, so if you don't remember, we talked about Shirley Chisholm. She made a, a run for the presidency. Um, obviously unsuccessful, but she did. She was a, um, a congresswoman in New York back in like the '60s, um, just trying to enlighten the people. We're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little Black History fact again this week because that's what I'm feeling because it's Black History Month 
We may keep the Black History Fact going throughout the year. It just depends on how I feel, but we're going to uh, provide you with a nugget. But today is going to be a little bit different because it's my first pod without Joni since she joined me. So, for one, let me shout out my co-host. Shout out to Joni because um, bringing her on the podcast was actually pretty funny because, like, we became friends. We were just talking shit, and I was like, yo, I got a podcast. Check it out. She listened to it. She, like, gave me, like, constructive criticism and, like, no shit feedback, not the bullshit feedback. Oh, oh yeah, bro, that shit dope. Nah, like, she she spoke to different segments, to different chemistries, to people who were on the the episodes she listened to and how, like, the different dynamics played out, the different things that I did and how I could get better. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fire. Like, yeah, I rock with it. So then I'm like, hey, you know what, man? We, we be talking about some cool shit. You should come on. So I bring her on, and then... We have a great time, like, the first one is, like, um, I don't even remember the topic of it, but it's, like, Operation Oil Money with Old Finance and Joni uh, from work. I think that's what we called it. And we did that shit, and I got good reviews. I got some texts, some calls, like, hey, yo, well, yeah, bro, you should bring her back home. So after that, like, I felt the vibe while we were doing it, but I didn't know how it would sit with everyone else. So... I'm like, well, shit, man, let's do it again. You know what, fuck it. I got a co-host now. So me happy to have a co-host, you know, another mic to balance out some of my ignorance. Someone else to provide a different perspective. And then somebody else to educate me while while we were educating you all on certain things. I'm like, yeah, this is absolutely what the podcast needs because... Yes, I have a voice. Yes, I feel like I'm pretty good at what I do. But having someone else to balance me out, someone else to elevate me, makes it that much better. And without that, like, I mean, let's not be crazy out here. Like, I'm not so egotistical, so selfish and self-centered that I think that I have to do this alone. I'm all about team building. I'm like LeBron with this shit, man. You know what I mean? Like, if I can put together the best big three in the game, the best big two, whatever it is, we're going to do that. And I definitely put together a hell of a big two um, over the past couple of weeks. So, shout out to Joni. Shout out to what she brought to the podcast. Shout out to the different, um, not even just what she brought to the podcast, what she brought to my train of thought, my my being because what y'all don't understand is the work that we put in just wasn't on in the pre-production meeting it was day in and day out just talking about things going on in the world talking about different topics getting a better understanding of one another so that's where that like chemistry came from because we were always working we're always talking and there was like a nice level of respect for one another so that we could just make this thing work so, yeah, going to miss you. It's not going to be the same without you, but, hey, we got to keep it moving and can't wait to have you back on the pod sitting right next to me. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, so we're going to go through the topic list real quick, let you know how we're, what we're going to talk about today. And, again, I say, like, we're going to try to keep it fairly short. So, did the little Joni tribute. I miss my co-host, but either way, we're here, we're there, we're moving. Um, I'm going to do a little black history fact today. Then we're going to talk about clout, niggas wanting to go viral, fucking Juicy Jesse, whatever, Jesse Smollett, whatever fuck his name is. Um, 
We'll talk about people's platforms. I'm going to recap my trip to Dubai over the past weekend and some thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. And there's some other random things that may pop in there, but we're, we're going to go. So, since we're going to talk about Cap later, I, I decided that just a little interesting fact to talk about is like Muhammad Ali. We all know who Muhammad Ali is. Float like a float like a butterfly, float like a butterfly thing like a bee. One of the baddest motherfuckers to box, Muhammad Ali. So one of the great things about Muhammad Ali was he was outspoken, a great trash talker, but also a great boxer. He walked it like he talked it, walked it, walked it like he talked it, and was a great role model for us all. He is one who sacrificed his career granted he got it back but he sacrificed his career for for beliefs that for for his own beliefs and these are things that i assume to be common knowledge but the big thing i want to take away from this is that while he was making a sacrifice it wasn't popular muhammad ali was not like a beloved figure when he decided to take his make his protest against the war in vietnam so, when you are making decisions to do whatever it is that you're doing, if you want to take a stance against something, understand what you're risking, but also understand that the way people feel about you today is not the way they're going to feel about what you did years later. So, when you choose to make a stand against anything, when you choose to make a decision, don't get so caught up in the short-term backlash, but think about the long-term potential of your decision. All right, so transitioning to clout. I'll tell you what, boy, clout is a hell of a drug, man. People out here will do whatever they can in order to gain some clout. And for me personally, I mean, I have a podcast with limited viewers, limited listeners, but I just can't find myself getting so caught up on making uh, having hot takes talking about topics just in order to get some clout or to go viral and the thing about it is is that people who, who who are interested in this i think they have a lack of respect for the art that it takes to be good at those things so if you are a music artist and your like intent is to go viral have this song go viral, have this bar go viral, have this hook go viral. It's like, okay, yeah, you go viral, you get, like, microwave famous, but what do you do next? Like, hashtag, I'm going to be here a long time. How do you make sure that you're going to be here a long time? What do you do for sustainability? And that's why I say these people have no respect for the craft that they're going after. Like, even some of these Instagram video doers, whatever, yeah, you have a nice clip that goes viral. You have a nice meme that goes viral, but then, like, what's next? I'm not saying, I'm not shitting on people who go viral. I'm just shitting on the people who want to go viral. Like, if you put out a dope product that is true to who you are and you go viral, then, man, that's fine. And you take that and you run with it and you continue to put out solid products because that's what we need. We need good entertainment. We need good voices coming from the culture. We need good music, right? But we don't know We don't know this good music until it's put out there, until someone puts it on a platform in which 
more people will want to hear it. So when you have quality products, not just one, not just two, not just three, not just four, not just five, not just six, that's when you put that shit out and hope that you go viral. But if you just think you, if you just want to go viral off the first thing that you said, but you have not like dedicated your time to the craft and to develop, like to being great, no, that's not okay. But let me tell you, man. Rick James said cocaine is a hell of a drug, but I'm gonna tell you, clout is one hell of a drug, boy. Niggas will do anything for some clout. All the wild shit that we see on the internet, people just doing for clout. This challenge, that challenge, this picture, that picture, for 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 clout. But I don't think I've seen a more calculated, wild, insane attempt for clout than this nigga Juicy Jesse. Jesse Juicy, Hoosie Moosey, Smollett. Like this motherfucker here, he done went all in for the clout. And again, he's on he's on Empire. I hear things weren't going so great over there at Empire, so hey, do what you gotta do to keep your name in these streets. He was dropping a new dropped a new single. Hey, bro, do what you got to do. But when you do what he did just in order to make sure that people were talking about you, that makes me worry about you and your creative team. For one, I don't think you can come up with some bullshit like that by yourself. You got to have a team behind you. You got to have some shooters behind you. You got to have some brawlers behind you. You got to have some thinking minds behind you that think that that think that that shit will make Something happened. I understand disrupting the culture in order to promote a project, but my God, how far do we go? What is the line? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just a big baby talking my shit, so I, I don't know how far we can go for clout to, to, to impress people who don't give a damn about us, to keep our name in the airwaves, or to actually to put our name in the airwaves, because nobody knew... Who, Juicy Smollett, Juicy Smollett, Juicy Smollett, whatever the fuck this motherfucker's name is. Nobody knew who the fuck he was until this shit happened. But, he did get his name in the airways because he, what, what, he got jumped by some Trump supporters. They put a noose around his neck and bleached him in Chicago after he was leaving the club, randomly. Boy, that story is too elaborate for my for, for, for a three-year-old to believe. I don't think my five-year-old godson would believe that bullshit. Like, oh, no, this is some Dr. Seuss shit. Oh, this is fantasy. It's Harry Potter. You know what I'm saying? Fucking Harry Smollett, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, Juicy Smollett, bro. But that's what he did. So I was going to talk about this on Monday, but I was like, you know, let me do some research let me figure out some more stuff that comes out. So I listened to his his sit down with what uh, Robin Walters, not Robin Walters. Uh, Good morning, America. I'm not about to look her name up. No fact checking around here. Shout out to Rap. And I'm just like, this shit sounds so media trained, coached up, and acted out that I can't believe anything that he's saying. I just wanted to show the people that I was a fighter. I fought.
fought and they ran. Well, if you fought and they ran, what you calling the police for? Because, I mean, if I fight somebody and then they end up running, that means I won the fight. So, the fuck about the police? What are they going to do? It ain't like you can put name to face, face to name. You knew who jumped you. You just calling the police for calling the police, even though you waited like three hours to call them. But I can't tell you what you went through. I wasn't there. I didn't feel it. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? But no, on a serious note, there are so many holes in this thing. And I, and I, and I talked about it in the last pod with Joni, just like, yo, bro, we can't take you seriously. And then it comes out that, like, he paid these brothers to do this shit. They found the, the receipt for where they got the news from. And, and, you know, Chicago PD, they're conducting their investigation. And we won't know what is, quote, unquote, true until that comes out. But as details surface, I'm going to have commentary on it. I'm going to say that Juicy Smollett, Jesse Smyay, whatever the fuck this man's name is, if this is bullshit like I think it is, he deserves to be charged. He deserves to go sit down for some time. He deserves to, I'm not going to say we should, we should cancel him because I'm not Mr. Cancel Culture, but we should definitely mute him for a little while. We should stop giving him attention, and the only reason we should give this case attention is to show that if you all you want is clout, dog, you're not going to get it. Like, if, if, if your goal at the end of the day is only clout, and you're putting in work just to get clout, but you're not actually grinding to make yourself relevant, dog, then fuck you. He needs to be the face of, fuck you, nigga, you try to get too much clout, and you fucked it up. That's who he needs to be. Right. Like we we need to we need to cancel this type of behavior. We need to let people know that, hey, yes, you market yourself. You market yourself to the best of your ability. But guess what? If you have a marketing pitch, two marketing pitches, three marketing pitches that nobody wants to catch, then you have to rethink how you go about it. But what you don't need to do is create fake chaos. In order to market what you have to say. Because at the end of the day. We don't know what Jesse Smollett is trying to advance. Besides for a single. Or, or an attempt to get back on. On on Empire. Shows that I don't watch. And apparently nobody's watching anymore. Because I hear it's trash. I don't know. I've never watched it. But. When you become Desperate. You just can't become desperate. I'm not, I'm not going to say what happens when you become desperate. I'm just going to tell you that you should not become desperate because desperate times call for desperate measures. And people make decisions that are absolutely terrible when they are desperate. And that is exactly what happened with Mr. Jesse Smollett, Mr. Jesse Smollett, and whatever the hell you want to call this trash-ass actor. And here's where my big problem comes in. Is that he is obviously like anti MAGA, but you're gonna use fake, gonna use fake, fake MAGA action to 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 elevate yourself. Do you not understand how bad this is for the people who are actually fighting against that type of behavior? What you did set those people four steps back, at least. 
For your phone records to be redacted, that 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 gives us doubt out as to what is being theorized. But back to the 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 white supremacy racist point of view here, because when don't fake a hate crime. If a, if a hate crime happens, we deal with it, and they're unfortunate, and we try to get those people charged as such. But when you fake a hate crime, it's like the boy who cried wolf for a system that is not as empathetic to hate crimes as people in your own community, whether it's by race, by gender, by sexuality, whatever. I don't care where the hate crime comes from, but when you fake a hate crime, you you, you diminish the value of every real hate crime that happens. You said you want to stand up for those young gay boys so they knew that they could fight back, but you weren't being fought. You started the fight. You staged the fight. Nigga, you're Millie Vanilli. You're Millie Vanilli of hate crimes. And don't go out here trying to claim that you, you got a mental health problem and that's what drove you to that point. Because no, that's the cop out. You fucking Millie Vanilli ass nigga. You're really out here trying to bamboozle the masses to follow you. To support you, but what you're doing is weakening the message of those who actually need it. And people like you need to be muted, and in my opinion, they need to be canceled. Jesse Small, I don't even believe it. I don't even subscribe to cancel culture. But when you're out here doing things for clout, you're doing shit for clout. And you're weakening the argument for victims who actually need help, who need support. Bro, you got to get muted. You got to get canceled. We got to get you taken off the air. I hate that we've been talking about you right now, but we have to talk about you because we have to talk about this. We have to talk about these issues so that, for one, the youngins don't try to continue to follow your route because they think it works. But also, so for the people who actually need help, they need support. They are truly victims of violence because of their lifestyle. They've had to experience hate crimes because of who they are or what they believe. We have to get them help. We have to support them. But we can't give them the the spotlight that they deserve because of motherfuckers like you who just give a fuck about some fucking Clout. A clout high is worse than a fucking shot. What is one shot going to do to you? It's not going to put you on your back. It's not going to carry you through the night. Just a little shout of clout. Who cares about clout when you can have longevity? I'm going to be here a long time and I want you to be here with me. But if you're chasing clout, you won't be there. Don't be no juicy Jesse, hussy, mussy, fucky. Fuck that nigga Jesse Smollett. Well, that was an impromptu um, uh, monologue, banter, yeah. But um, now we're just going to transition into everybody thinking they have a platform. So over the past few months and uh, years, maybe months, but uh, more importantly months, I've noticed that 
people see different ways to get their points across. P- people find ways to get their voices, to have their voices heard, and they and they talk their shit, and they develop these platforms. But I think it is absolutely amazing that people have the opportunity to spread their message to the masses. I really do. But just because you have the opportunity to 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 spread your 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 thoughts to the masses don't doesn't mean you deserve to. Yes, the first amendment applies to pretty much everyone. Yet you can say what you want to say. Freedom of speech. Yes, yes, tell the world how you feel. But there's a reason why elected officials get to make the decisions. There's a reason why we have an electoral college because a long time ago somebody much smarter than I am realized that most of the laymen are dumb. I'm not going to say dumb. They're just not well versed on everything that on on the topic they should be well versed on. And they don't know what they know and they don't know what they don't know so they speak on things they don't know and they make themselves ignorant. And as somebody who has a freshly started podcast, I I, I almost come off as a hypocrite or an entitled fuck by saying what I want to say. But all y'all niggas don't need podcasts. All y'all don't need blogs, man. All these woke-ass posts y'all be putting on Facebook, y'all don't need them either. You're following. It's the blind leading the blind. It's the sheep leading the sheep with no shepherd. It is absolutely gross. Like, again, this drug that's called clout, man, has people going crazy. The the cry for attention, the cry for going viral has people going absolutely crazy. It's like y'all want to be famous, but you don't even want to be talented. It's like you should want to be talented, and if your talent allows you to be famous and you accept the fame with the talent, but y'all just want to be famous. Y'all want a 1,000 100,000, 2.1 million, whatever it is, followers on the gram, on Twitter. You want the retweets. You want the love that comes with being a public figure, but you don't want to put in the work to being a public figure. So, motherfuckers just be starting podcasts. And if you start a podcast, I'm all about supporting podcasts. I want people to support my podcast, so I'll give you a listen. But my dog, when I don't see no personality, but I don't see you talking about anything, if I just hear you like read off like a list of motherfucking questions, or just entertaining a guest, or just talking to a guest about them, but we we can't see nothing about you, bro. You ain't the news. You ain't sway, bro. This ain't no interview, bro. We ain't we we ain't here just for the interview. We here for conversation. We here for laughs. We here for some knowledge. We here to get better. We here for this bullshit. But just because motherfuckers can buy some studio time, uh, they don't heard the the, the 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 Joe Budden podcast. They don't heard the Joe Rogan podcast. They don't heard Drink Champs. Oh, we gonna buy a couple bottles. We gonna bring a couple people in here. We gonna cut. We gonna cut up and act the fool. But no, bruh, that shit ain't cool, dog. Because there is a sect of us out here who take this craft seriously. We we look at the best podcasters out here and we see what they do well. We watch the Bill Simmons of the world. We listen to the great radio shows, the Colin Cowherds, the Dan Patricks. You know what I'm saying? We're like, what do they do that make them so great? We listen to the great comedians, the, the, the Richard Pryors, the Jamie Foxes. 
the, the Eddie Murphys. Like, oh my God, what do they do that makes them so great? How do we take these multiple skills and encompass them into one thing? I don't know yet, but we play with it. We do pre-production. We write. We listen. We learn. And it becomes a 24-7 process of becoming great. Developing a skill. Perfecting a craft. And yes, hopefully the fame, the fortune comes along with it. But the ability to be good at the skill is what truly matters at the core. But I think so many of these microwave artists, these microwave podcasters, these microwave comedians, these microwave motherfuckers, they just want to do it to say that they did it so that somebody knew that they did it. They're not trying to educate the streets. They ain't trying to help the people. They're not trying to inspire others to be great. They just trying to catch a fucking wave. Stop surfing, bitch. We ain't catching no waves out here, bro. We making the waves. I'm the oxygen. You can't breathe without me. The waves don't jump up and down without me. Ain't no life without the oxygen. I'm trying to be the oxygen. The oxygen. But no, 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 no. And it, it, it hurts my feelings. It hurts me so much. Because as much shit as I talk, as cocky as I come off, man, I respect the game, man. I respect the grind. I respect the struggle, man. I love sitting down trying to figure out how to write a joke. You know what I mean? I love getting into a heated battle with somebody and really trying to get in my bag and make the best joke of the day. I love working on a podcast and trying to figure out how can I make my podcast better? What can I do? What can I talk about? What do people want to hear? What spin can I put on this shit to make it that somebody wants to hear? Do I curse more? Do I curse less? I don't know. Do I drop it on this day? Do I drop it on that on that day? How do I promote it? What cover art do I use? All of this stuff. Like, like I don't think y'all understand. This was the idea that started in like 2010, 2011. I was set on it. I loathed. I played around. I tried some other projects. I I I read some things. I learned some things. I practiced. I mean, I was doing Snapchat rants forever before I thought about doing a podcast. And then even still, I tried to, like, encompass my Snapchat self in the podcast, and it just couldn't happen. And I realized, oh, though, oh, no, those are two different characters. Big Baby the Snapchatter and Big Baby the Podcaster. I'm a bit more serious on the podcaster, you know what I mean? But it happens. But then I see these scrubs, these bums. These people who have no respect for the craft. They don't put in the work. They just want to take a picture in front of a mic just to say that they got a podcast. They want to put out, they want to put out these terrible products. They don't do no pre-production. They ain't talking. They ain't got no puns. They ain't got no jokes. And maybe I sound bitter and upset. Maybe I do. 
Maybe don't have Joni here to calm it down and say, hey, let's get back on top. Let's get back on topic. Maybe that's the problem. But I just want to say, fuck your platform, bro. Everybody don't deserve a platform. Everybody does not deserve the ability to talk to the masses and reach them on a on on a level that impacts them. We look at people like Floyd Mayweather. Y'all know the Gucci controversy? This man is shooting videos outside of the Gucci store and nothing but Gucci. Why y'all looking up to Floyd, bro? I was I was doing some research on political campaigns and they talked about the swing that happened in Obama's campaign once Oprah endorsed him. Bro, why you listen to a talk show host for your politics? Not saying that she's not well informed, but why don't you think about the politics that affect you? Why don't you do the work for yourself? Fuck your platform. Everybody don't deserve one. Everybody has a niche and what they're good at. Everybody has their lane. Stay in your lane. And if you choose to, if you choose to change lanes, you better make sure that you're ready to drive in that motherfucker because everybody's not. A lot of you think it's for you to have a platform and you shouldn't. You just want to have a platform to say you have a platform. You just want to get drunk and have fun and show people your life. You just want to, you just want to talk about God knows what, but you don't want to educate. You want to make jokes, but don't nobody laugh at them. What is your purpose? Who called you here? Why are you wasting your money and your studio time putting out this bad ass product that ain't worth shit? If you're not trying to take a podcast and educate the, educate the masses, monetize that thing and turn it into something real, what are you doing? I love podcasts. I want to do this for the rest of my life, but I also want to have my own radio show. I also want to have my own late night talk show. We ain't had a real nigga on late night TV since Arsenio. If you want to ask, if you want to be real, I want to be the next one. And if I'm not the next one, I want to be the one after. Like this shit ain't just a game. This is life. This 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 is a passion, and it just burns me up when I find people who are doing things just for attention, but they're not passionate about it. They're just doing it for what the other people say. And that's the perfect segue into Colin Kaepernick. Cap, my man, my guy, what you did was absolutely amazing. You started a a nationwide conversation about race in America and how fucked up it is. You also started a bunch of other conversations that didn't matter about anything in the world, but the people who didn't want to talk about race talked about that bullshit. But that's them. Fuck them. We ain't giving them no attention. So obviously Cap settled with the NFL in his collusion suit. He got some money. We don't know how much money he got. An NDA was signed, so we'll never know the true details of the case. So we'll never know if the NFL colluded against Colin Kaepernick. We won't be able to prove that because at this point he's been out of the league for two years. So if he does not get the opportunity to pl- the opportunity to play, there is a legitimate argument against it. But Cap, let me talk to you, my guy. Let me talk to you. So I understand. Like again, at some point you're going to have to settle. You're going to have to get your money because uh, you're you were. You're in arbitration against the CBA. I get it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm not the most legal legal savvy person in the world, but I, I see where you're coming from. 
At some point, there was going to be some money that was going to be exchanged. But, Cap, this better not be no hush money. And what what I mean by hush money, they better not give you the opportunity to come back in the league but then tell you to shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. If they give you that hush money, we don't want it. Well, excuse me, I take that back. I don't want it. Now... I understand not going to the to the upteenth degree because you're fight you're fighting against a multi-billion dollar or corporation that could leave you stuck with nothing and legal fees and there goes the rest of your Nike money, my nigga. But but we have to look at this this Kaepernick thing from multiple lenses. The NFL did choose to settle. They did not choose to take it to the highest of courts. They did not continue to push the envelope. Why? Do they not want the the findings to become public record? That's an option. Do they not want to get beat over their head for all that they could have gotten beat over their head for? That's an option. Or are they admitting that they fucked up without saying exactly what they did? I believe a combination of all three. But what do I know? I'm just a big baby. So for those who think that Colin Kaepernick sold out, I would say hold your horses because we don't know what happened. And you don't know what you do in that situation. Just like everybody wants to talk shit about Takashi for, snitch, for snitching, I put a poll out. 94% of my, face, of my Instagram friends said they would do the same damn thing. So... Don't hold Colin Kaepernick to a standard that you don't hold yourself to. Don't say that you should. he should be the forefront of this movement and he should just not worry about the money when you're worried about the money and you're doing your job every day. But Cap, if that's hush money, you're done. You're hush. Because the optics on it are terrible. They are absolutely terrible that you take some money and we can't talk about what actually happened. Because if we can't talk about it, we don't know about it, how can we change it? Now, again, from a practical point of view, I understand why you did and what you did, and I agree with it. But as a revolutionary, as a fucking activist, as a as, as somebody who is going to push the limits, we have to go to every end to prove the fuck shit that's going on in this country. We have to show the people, show the consumers that there may be some racism in the NFL, but we have to prove it. And by signing an NDA that can't be proved... It leaves everything up for speculation. So for you boycotters of the NFL, if you like football, come back. Because Colin Kaepernick is not boycotting the NFL. He still wants to come back and play. Mark Regario, shut the hell up. The Patriots aren't going to sign him. And I don't see the Panthers signing him either. But I could be wrong. I don't have the source. I just think you're trying to sell your client. But people from all walks of life understand that when you decide... To take a stance against the norm. When you decide to be a, a, a shapeshifter, a resistor, you have to understand that you have to be willing to give it all. And when you get to the point that you don't give it all, people will always judge you. 
and they and, and, and some will think less of you for not giving it all, although they may not understand that the 75-cent solution is better than the risk of the 100% solution. So for Colin Kaepernick, I think the, op the optics were terrible. But based on his track record, I think that he did move in good faith. And I want to believe that he is no longer done fighting his battle for freedom. He is here to ensure that the situation of those in need, the, 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 the impoverished, the voices of color are heard by the decision makers. And if that's something that you're not okay with, then man, I'm going to be honest with you. Fuck you. So Colin Kaepernick, again, I say I hope it's not hush money. And I hope you take this platform and continue to grow it. And it's not about the clout. It's not about going viral. It's really about creating change in the world that impacts the next generation. Big baby at.